Hey, before we jump into the podcast, I'm here to let you know that the original interview recorded for this episode was actually recorded a couple weeks ago. So when you hear me or the bands talking about an event that's happening this Friday or tomorrow, that all happened a couple weeks ago. But don't worry, if you follow Glide Divine on Instagram, you can stay updated on their upcoming events, including one that's happening this Sunday, the 1st, at the Big Bad Blue House. All right, enjoy this episode. Listening to the Beyond the Page podcast, where we go beyond the Oregon State campus and into our communities to talk about the best thing in life art. This podcast is hosted by the PRISM staff, OSU's art and literary journal, for students, by students. I'm your host today, Tosca Rutolo. Before we jump into today's podcast, I'm here to let you know that the new edition of PRISM will be out on the stands on May 4th. Keep an eye out on our social media for upcoming updates surrounding our new publication and our launch party on the 4th. Natalie and I cannot wait for y'all to see what we've been cooking up over here at PRISM, and we are so hyped to share the gorgeous art, literature, and poetry we've collected this year. Follow us on social media and get ready for an amazing new edition out on May 4th. Today I have Glide Divine in the studio, local Corvallis space rock band. You just heard a snippet from their song, Size and Blues, and stick around till the end of the episode to hear some more. Glide Divine has been seen on stage with Billy and the Kids, Skeleton Boy, and Danny Shaw, and will be performing with Skip the Millers at the Sierra Apartments this Friday, the 15th. Thank you so much for joining me today, y'all. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, so there's a lot of voices in the studio today. Why don't we go around and introduce each other? My name's Evan. I play guitar. I sing sometimes. Uh, my name's Logan. I play guitar, and I sing, and I write some of the songs, most, most of the songs, aside from a couple. My name is Brennan Blackwood. I am the drummer. Uh, I do percussion, drums. I also do synth on recordings and keyboards sometimes. I'm Hannah. I play tambourine, um, and I hope to sing eventually. Nice. And Hannah, you, uh, a lot of times before the shows, have your art out for sale, correct? Uh, yeah, that was just some ceramics I had had lying around my house for a bit that I made a while ago. Um, but people bought pretty much all of them. Yeah, they were beautiful. Thank you. Have you designed the sticker as well? No, that is, um, Logan's lovely partner, Kaylee Martinez, makes the stickers. Nice. Shout out to them. Oh, yeah, you can follow Kaylee on Instagram, uh, at Possibly Opossums. Beautiful artwork. Nice. You need any graphic design sticker needs. Yes. Sweet. So tell me a little bit about how you guys started playing together. Well, uh, Evan and I, we started hanging out when we were probably 15? It was 14, actually. 14. Um, it was the day before freshman orientation. Another homie um, introduced me to Logan, and we just sort of <coughs> immediately hit it off. Yeah. Um, we, we started, we, we were doing experimental noise music, like around Corvallis, Inner Zone, uh, all the noise shows pretty much for like a solid two years. Yeah, dude, <laughs> if the name Sham Shackle rings a bell to anyone out there, that was us. Yeah. <laughs> and the hearing damage would probably give you a little bit of hearing damage. If you, uh, and there will be more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, I ended up joining the band in 2017. I moved to Oregon from Wisconsin. Um, I actually saw Evan at a high school, uh, like, Home, homecoming uh, sort of assembly, <laughs> assembly and I saw he had a patch, a napalm death patch on. So after after the assembly, I went up to him and I said, "Hey man, I, I like your I like your vest, man. Nice nice patches and whatnot." And I was wearing a Carnifex shirt, so we we bonded over you know death metal and like the metal scene right away. Um, we got together because we, we talked about music for a little bit and ended up getting together for a metal project. Uh, uh, but then, what, what, we were probably 16 when we actually started writing cohesive songs. Uh, must have been something around those lines. We were originally playing with um, another drummer by the guy, a guy by the name of Damon, um, which, by the way, he's really cool. He's an amazing musician. Hope he's doing well. He's TikTok famous now for playing the jaw harp. Really? Oh, wow. Well, I'm not surprised. Shout man, out Damon. Yeah, shout out Damon, dude. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we didn't really break into the house show scene too much. I think we were a little too uh, abrasive for <laughs> we 20, started 2016 house shows. But then after I joined the band, we started throwing our own house parties, and yeah. uh, they were they were smaller events though. They, not they would really. either be thirty. They're pretty low or two key. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, we just jam all night. You know, <laughs> good times. <laughs> Me yeah. and Hunter both joined in 2019. Really, same year. Um, so basically. I met Evan when in 2016, and he was my gateway friend um, to all of the beautiful people in this room. Um, and then in 2019, I heard that Logan wanted a tambourine player, and I was like, that sounds pretty fun. I'll try out that. And, um, yep, and, then and I just stuck with it. When uh, Hunter joined, we... Yeah, that was back in 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah we you guys were practicing in the parking garage. Mm -hmm. and oh, I, I remember. Yeah. Before, yeah. oh, sorry to cut you no, guys off, ahead. but before I, you know, before now, before today, what's happening right now, I was telling my roommate, oh, I'm interviewing this local band called Glide Divine. And they're like, and she's oh, like yeah, yeah, I remember hearing you guys playing and being like, oh, those guys are going to get shut down. Yeah, people like, would come across minutes. campus and be like, oh, we heard you we from, heard like, you from blocks away. Yeah. And, like, we had to find you guys, you know. That's so much fun. <laughs> and we got time. shut down every time. Every time. By yeah. the public safety. But it's worth it because we got a great bass player. Thank yeah, thanks. We were just, like, jamming one day, and he just, like, walks up. <laughs> and he's like, you guys are playing music up here man and i'm like yeah we are man uh and Evan played bass before i did yeah evan was the original did a killer job i love those recordings right um <laughs> went off to do some of my own music stuff for a while and then eventually uh master lock master lock no. shout master out lock? i don't know that one <laughs> You won't forget you ever heard that <laughs> um, he was a well, rapper on for like a month. Now. <laughs> yeah it is well well i hate to admit that it was true i was trying to do soundcloud rap stuff at the time uh, didn't really get anywhere after that. You only did it for like a couple months, mm -hmm. and made, then you were like, "No." I made once. I made one song and was like, "I listened back and was like, this is this is stupid.'" And I we deleted didn't it. talk <laughs> about that yep. song. And then um, eventually, you know, made my way back around to these guys um, on guitar, since I've been doing a lot more guitar-oriented stuff, and um, sort of rounded out the sound. Really, um, Glad Divine's always been a trio-centralized band for a while, but then to add the extra layer of guitar just sort of I don't know made things work better than they ever did yeah way more cohesive than we've ever sounded because I mean we've sounded all right in the past like you know with their like little indie bop songs uh, 
We sounded beat. very tight as a trio. Yeah, no, we sounded we sounded okay. But, but to have a whole other layer this of guitar is a yeah. lot better. Much um, yes. But yeah, it's double the guitar. Mm -hmm. Double, double the guitar <laughs> and double the percussion too. And That's some right. New badass songs when? too. Exactly. Yeah, you guys were talking a little bit about how you're planning on recording like an album's worth of music. Yeah. How's that process been going? It's been going okay. I mean, um, we each produce stuff on our own, like respectively, um, outside of Glad Devon. But we've been trying to get things together for a little bit. Uh, we've got two songs that are pretty much ready to go. We're going to finish those up tonight at some point. Uh, but we've got a lot of material that we just need to actually get recorded because mm -hmm. we've been sitting on like... Yeah, what we have like thirteen plus songs. Well, or some some of like new that. songs. We've yeah, got like and more new like songs thirty. Now. Yeah, <laughs> like now 30 like thirty songs. songs. <laughs> it's just about actually recording all the ideas. You've got to have like two or three albums worth of material, like just, just around. Without the ones that brains. we forgot about. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we always record them. <laughs> yeah. Never let that sleep. I think ever. that that was like the main reason that we haven't been able to actually release anything because we just keep writing new stuff and moving on to other ideas before we can really like get a know. solid take of something. You know? Well, like a solid production and right. like work it all out because we just move on. But we're past that point now. Mm -hmm. I promise. <laughs> we're better people now. Yeah, and recording isn't a small feat. I mean, there's no. a no. lot that goes into that as well, and a lot of people, you know, can't necessarily afford all the equipment and the time it's and the dedication. It's been years, years of, of collecting, collecting stuff. Equipment. Yeah, I mean, we're all getting ready. We've all been broke, you know. None of us are like yeah. We're all working, at least you know, paycheck to paycheck jobs, but surviving out here, you know, <laughs> somehow. Mm -hmm. In your roots, I mean, it seems like a lot of your roots are pretty deep in Cornvallis, um, at least starting off. Yeah. So what was it like to like start breaking into the house show community in this last couple of months? Oh, it's been great. Like the Corvallis crowds are really, really receptive and super energetic too. Mm -hmm. um, and all the other bands are really cool too. Dramamine is a band that we've been playing with since their first show actually. Shout out Dramamine. Yeah, Shout they rock. Uh, but yeah, no, all, all the bands around here are really amazing. We played with Eweb uh, mm -hmm. at the Jug House. And I went to high school with those guys. Really? really? Yeah, yeah nice. Tate Sarah and is. Ben. I went, oh, Tate? Tate, I think. Yeah, Tate. Yeah, so. yeah, Tate and Ben. I know they have a song called Tate's Songs. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I, I went to high school with them. They're incredible musicians. Yeah, they're cool. That guy and um, Angelo from Angelo have got to be some of my favorite uh, local bass players. Mm. Like, just the way they, just the way they both deliver the rhythm is just, is just absolutely insane. Like, I don't know. It seems like every other band that's coming out as of recently has just been, like, monstrously talented like yeah. way like way more so than like anyone would expect really like um just from you know most of these bands have been playing for barely a year like billy and the kids for example six out, months i think seven, seven months, months actually, for sure yeah. the valley has a very beautiful music scene here yeah. like corvallis up to portland down mm -hmm. to eugene you know, beautiful scene all post pandemic around. it just seems like yeah, everyone, it's an explosion, everyone wants to get man. back on yeah, it really it's an explosion is. of new art yeah, and uh, you said you're from Wisconsin? Yeah, I'm from and Wisconsin. And you're from Austin. Mm -hmm. Is there, like, do you feel like there's a big comparison to, like, the community of musicians you left behind to here oh, in yeah. Oregon? Well, my old scene was, like, death metal, metalcore oh, scene. Um, I was a keyboard player and vocalist for a death metal group That's cool. called Masochistic Jag. Shout out. You know, when I moved out, I was realizing, you know, that band wasn't really going anywhere, and I was ready to expand my... Um, musical talents and my friend groups and um, 
yeah, so I don't know. Then I met these guys and, and shoegaze. Yeah, shoegaze and psychedelia became the real thing that I realized I wanted to create. So, but having the backbone as a metal having the backbone musician, of metal. Do you play a lot drummer. of metal drumming? I you can definitely hear it. I think um, I've heard a lot of people really like happy to hear like the harder, um, like the more hardcore and metal drumming like yeah. shining through with the psychedelia and like indie feel. Of what we play, because that's like um, um yeah, that's like in like King Giz, like yeah. one of the drummers is like a metal drummer, mm-hmm. and you can still right. hear that in their oh, psychedelic yeah. stuff. It's so exactly, good. Yeah. dude. That's the Rat Snaps, man. Like that album right there, like that just shows it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super interesting, like, that metal background, because I'm from Austin, and, like, it's a huge blues background. Like, I remember playing with, like, W.C. Clark and those kind of guys, and, like, it's so interesting, because, like, the, it, it, you'd think it would, like, contrast so much in, like, a, clash. In, a, in a dissonant way, yeah. but it's but beautiful. When Yeah, when mm-hmm. you add, like, thrashy metal drums and bluesy guitars with, like, just hard-hitting overdrive together, oh... Beautiful tones. Beautiful <laughs> Just tones. beautiful sounds. Lots of phase. Come from it. Yeah, lots, lots of phase. Chorus. So much chorus. But yeah, Evan and Hannah, they both grew up in Corvallis. Uh, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Mm. Um, and I had a little band when I was living there. I moved here when I was 14, but we were called the Richard Cranium. But yeah, I've come a long way since then. Uh, my discovery of shoegaze uh, definitely changed, changed my uh, musical direction. Yeah. So on Instagram, I know in your bio, it says like space rock. Yeah. Like, well, what does that mean? Like space rock, shoegaze, psychedelia. Like, what does that that like trio the mean? The trinity. Yeah, I was thinking well, the trinity of that mean for Glide Divine. I think of psychedelia as like a blanket genre. You know what Definitely. I mean? Definitely. I would like almost consider genre. us like blue gaze, like yeah. a mix of blues and shoegaze, with mm-hmm. metal aspect. Not like not heavy metal aspects, but like kind of thrashy well, percussion. It's just like a big, like, heavier shoegaze sound. Can yeah. you give a definition for the word shoegaze? Shoegaze. Uh, well, Is it because you, you gaze at you your, gaze your shoes, at your shoes when you're, you're playing? Yeah. Pedals, yeah. mainly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're definitely like a heavier incarnation of shoegaze, and I think that that's the blues influence for sure coming through. Um, but yeah, I mean... And definitely Brennan, because Brennan is like the engine behind the band. Mm. And so like his drums add so much to the I mean, song. They wouldn't be the same. He without... has a special velocity about him. Mm-hmm. When I learned, like when I was, I, I took lessons for like six years or so. Um, and really what that did was just speed along the process of learning structure of rhythm. Um, you don't need lessons. You definitely don't. But the speed along process, it helped a lot. Um, I used to play a lot of like classic rock and roll and a lot of metal like metal technical like double bass work stuff um punk you know stuff like that was kind of what I learned drums through mm-hmm. um I definitely love jazz drumming I want to get into it more but uh I'm not the best <laughs> no, shout out to give all jazz drummers Brennan has been described as a freight train mm. on the drum set going down a yeah. mountain <laughs> going down a mountain no that was the whole that band that was the band yeah, yeah someone said that we were like a freight train going, going down, down a mountain, mountain switching gears <laughs> you should listen to the like yes. 80s metal song freight train oh yeah there's a vibe Oh, I don't know off the top of my head, but he's yeah. playing a four-necked guitar. He's, right, like, spinning oh, it. Oh, Michelangelo Bastio, man, or Bastio. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Bastio. to pronounce it. Bastio. 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 Something like that. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. But that guy's crazy, dude. To get back to it, I feel like space rock, as a, as a term to describe us, our music 
in and of itself is kind of um, like an exploration into our own minds. Mm -hmm. I, I think of it like a door that we're opening for the audience to come into. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's heady stuff, man. Heady <laughs> stuff. <laughs> there isn't really like a solid genre feel for our music. Like it really Because it, it crosses. Exactly. It crosses the yeah, emotional barrier. And that's really what it yeah. is. Clyde Divine's more than just, you know, shoegaze or blues or rock and roll or indie or whatever. It's just an actual like. It's a just, fusion of many. When we're taking influences genres, like, the, like the Cocktoo yes. Twins, like influences like the Cocktoo Twins, blending it with influences like Patsy Cline. Like gives right. us a really unique sound. Like I feel like you can definitely hear in some of our songs the Patsy Cline influence specifically on my song. A lot of people said we got a King Cruel vibe about us. Yeah, a lot of people Only one that. dude said that. I've heard that <laughs> many <laughs> times. I've actually heard I've that. I've heard, heard it many times. times. Yeah. I don't know. About I don't know. People don't learn know one psychedelic band and attribute it to a lot of people. Right. right. Yeah. Give them something to reference. Yeah. Hannah. Yes. Tell me about the tambourine. Um. Well, these guys actually taught me from the ground up how to keep a beat with a tambourine. I have no musical experience. I just had to like do it for long enough and like go out of my comfort zone and just eventually learn how to like just do my thing. And now Hannah's the leading member. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's front, front man. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think there are a lot of bands that could uh, could use a tambourine and don't have one. I think it's a it's a vital part of the band. It, it is. It can be. It's, it's wagging its tail. Yeah. <laughs> it is very fun. The rattle to our snake. That's wonderful. And I know we kind of were like talking about it a little bit, but do you want to talk about some like some other band inspirations? No, oh, Cocktoo yeah. Twins. Um, well, Got there's Patsy Cline. Yeah, Patsy Cline yeah. for sure. Uh, Slow Dive is definitely mm. the Slow big dive influence. Big one, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Spiritualized. Uh, Spiritualized. Spiritualized. Basement, Basement Three. Of the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, what else? I mean, Rush. Black Angels. I gotta shout out Rush because you know oh, yes. I can't not shout, shout out Rush. Rest exactly. in peace, Neil Peart. Neil Peart. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Rest his soul. Love that guy. Can't forget Ginger Baker. No, cannot forget Ginger Baker of Cream. Cream is one really of my favorite, favorite. Mazzy Star. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mazzy Star is great. Um, Shout out to Stereo Lab. Oh, Stereo Lab. <laughs> Velvet <laughs> Underground. Like too. Yes, Velvet yeah. Underground. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, talk about your upcoming shows. What do you got? What's um, the future look like? So we got a our first, our debut Portland show coming up on the 23rd of April, uh, 2022. And we are playing under the Hawthorne Bridge with, with like, like nine other bands. bands. <laughs> ten or, yeah, nine or ten other bands. So that's going to be cool. That's yeah. exciting. Um, we're really looking forward to that. I've uh, been trying to get up up there. and mm -hmm. Just under the bridge? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What better play to introduce the Portland right. to, right? Nice. Yep. It's the first time here. And then the we're, bridge. we're playing at the Big Bad Blue House May 1st. Oh. Uh, we are playing Bombs Away also. And May, yeah, yeah, May 6th. Okay, that. So May 6th, we're headlining at Bombs Away, and Drama Mean is opening for us. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. And if uh, our listeners want to know a little bit more about your upcoming shows, where should they go? Oh, yeah, uh, our Instagram, glide.divine. Nice. Do you have any, like, dream venues or dream bands you'd like to play alongside? Well, I would uh, love to play man. the Crystal Ballroom oh, yeah. up in Portland and the Roseland Theater, for sure. Start with those two. Wonder um, Ballroom, And also too. Red Rocks, Colorado. Oh, yeah. Uh, Morrison, Colorado. I would love for us to open for Death Parade. Mm -hmm. They're a Portland band. Really fucking good. Um, what else? I, 
eventually the Brian Jonestown massacre, I think, yeah. would be yeah. awesome. But that's like ambitious, ambitious, Very you know, ambitious. and spiritualized as well. <laughs> that's also quite ambitious. Very ambitious, yeah. but Honestly, there's, there's a chance. Like for just Portland gigs in general, it'd just uh, be really nice to play at Dante's eventually. Mm-hmm. Like. It's not the biggest place in the world, but when it comes to like more f- like foot in the door kind of opportunities for playing in Portland, like that's the place to be really, because a lot of people go for there for shows. Mm-hmm. Um, that and um, the Revolution Hall, which mm-hmm. is which is a real. Oh, nice that would video. be so bad. We just recently saw uh, Spiritualized there, actually, just last weekend. Uh, it was a very very good event. Um, we got to meet him too. Yeah, we, we got, got to meet, to meet Jason, Jason Pierce. Pierce. That's really cool. Yeah, I love seeing concerts. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, I just, man, I just, I missed it so much during the pandemic. Like both house shows and like professional live mm-hmm. concerts. It's my favorite thing in the world. I'm so happy they're starting to kind of happen again and be popular and be safe. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The house show community in Corvallis is amazing. I love the people that throw the shows. I love the people who go to the shows. I love that when you go to enough, you start seeing the same people. It feels yeah. very familiar. Definitely feels like a community. Oh, totally. Uh, it's a very, very good community. We love, we love the scene here. Seems like there's a new house show venue popping up every single month. It seems like there's like two house shows going on every weekend, and like sometimes couple of weeks. two like at the same time. Because yeah. I know yeah. tomorrow there's the Sierra one that you guys are playing at. There's also one that With I the think Deans. the Deans. Yeah, there's one at IHOP. There's one. At, I know Billy and the Kids are playing at Bombs Away on oh, Saturday. Nice. It's oh, like there we go. yeah, I want to see them play. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> base. We might, they might be going to Bombs Away. On we Saturday. might be. Really, it's a yeah, it's, for the after party. I think it's I'm been really interesting because we've been getting booked now. Like more, we're we're playing more shows than we are able to practice. Yeah, <laughs> which is good. All, like the whole pandemic, like we were practicing really consistently. Like after the suit got back, because he had to go back to Texas. Uh, oh yeah, during during the first the part of the pandemic, and it sucked because before the pandemic started, we were like finally starting to play more. Mm-hmm. Um, we played at McNary Hall mm-hmm. for like that, yeah, that was. That was a weird show because yeah, it was, was like really it was like a soup yeah, event. It was, it was yeah. like, like a ceramic soup. sale thing. They were like, like were selling. on campus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, we played there, and you know there were like ten or so confused people. Like, <laughs> the and then there was like a couple of people that were like really digging what was going on. Nice. Like, yeah, like, and then the pandemic started, uh, so it kind of put everything to a halt. Yeah. Honestly, kind of grateful for that break though because. I feel like within the time we weren't playing, the tambourine kind of like solidified itself in my brain over that course of time. And when we went back, I like got the hang of it like faster than I ever did. That's awesome. And so like, I feel like that was now was, a, was the best time to start doing shows and stuff. I'm imagining you like during the pandemic, just like in your room, just like one, two, three, <laughs> one, <laughs> not quite. I actually didn't really do anything. Um, I was doing more of like my paint art stuff nice. rather um are you planning on selling more work at uh more shows i want to sell prints of my paintings eventually nice but that requires like getting it like photographed and like like paying money yeah <laughs> my yeah. brother's got professional uh cameras we can use for free wink wink oh well, that's interesting that's better than 50 bucks up oh it's much painting. better than 50 people bucks want to, uh, people want to see your art hannah um where they where can they go find and yeah. see your art yeah sure. paint blanket on instagram that's paint blanket everyone paint blanket is there no punctuation yeah no punctuation nope. okay okay it's just 
paint. Yeah, because I was really impressed. I was really excited because uh, at IHOP when I saw you all there. My I paintings are so much better than my ceramics. I thought your ceramics was great because oh. I was hanging out. I bought a dress from you. I thought we oh, met. Oh, yeah. We did. I yeah. knew we met yeah, 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 yeah. when I heard your name, Tosca. Yeah. I, was like, I remember. You're I was the like, only one met. that bought clothes it was a great dress i love it maybe i'll wear it tomorrow i love that dress so yeah that's another thing that's interesting with like playing so many shows we just like we're meeting so many people it's hard for me to keep track of like who i know so i'll like see someone i'm like wait a minute but it's great but it's it's really great yeah (laughs) like we're not it's not like we're new to performing or playing for people but just like a new community of people because like the the like the shows that we were throwing before covid and like the couple that we did during COVID where it was just like us and our friends. Yeah, it was just close um, friends. Yeah, I mean, people that have been hearing us practice since we were 17. Because mm-hmm. um, we we practice out in Hoskins at this old schoolhouse uh, from 1910. Shout out Something. to uh, Nick Hazelton yeah, for that Yeah, shout out Nick one. Hazelton for Hazelton getting us in Farms. there. Um, but we would just throw parties out there and, like, people come hang out and we'd play, like, seven-hour sets. And That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We'd have like other bands play sometimes. Like we, Professor Nash, I think he goes by Turtle Dove now. Um, he hasn't broken into the house show scene at all. I don't think he's really performing much anymore, but he's got he really should, good stuff. Though. He should. He's really good stuff on Spotify. Turtle Dove. Yeah, Giant. We've played with him. Shout out Giant, dude. Wherever you are, John, please. If you're ever listening to this, glad to find us. He played a gig recently. He he played a gig recently. um, Glad to find him would like to play with Giant at some point. So if you're out there listening to this, hit us up. And I honestly, I just want to see Giant, too. Dude, yeah, seriously. (laughs) They're they're an awesome band. Like, they were one of those bands where, like, pre-pandemic, they really, like, grasped, grasped a hold of that really, like, just tight energy that a lot the of these tight indie sounds exactly yeah, indie. like one of the best tight indie sounds like of the scene honestly um and to see them at um more house shows now that that makes that makes me happy we gotta go check them out yeah um, and if if you're ever not doing anything out there um just check out giant if you ever get the chance nice. <laughs> yeah man nice well, as we're starting to kind of wrap up the conversation, I wanted to open the floor for song recommendations for each of you, for our audience members. And like first, yeah. I'm about to say Hunter. No, looks like I need time to think. Yeah, <laughs> me too, dude. Well, while you think, I'll give you all one. Um, you should listen to uh, "Detachable Penis" by King Missile. Detachable penis. That sounds interesting. <laughs> if you've never listened to King Missile before, listen to them. They're really, really great. Uh, a lot of their music is like, I don't even know how you describe it. It's kind of like the lyrics are very jokey, but it's like the music is seriously very, very good. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good combination of like very talented musicians with kind of goofy lyrics and detachable pen- penis is really, really good. Okay. Golden Ball by Stereolab. Good one. Crest by Stereolab. Transona 5 by Stereolab. <laughs> I like Percolator. Me too. Percolator. That's a good one. That's a great one. Nice. But yes, <laughs> thank uh, you for those. Well, a song that I've been listening to quite a bit recently is called The Perfect Needle by The Telescopes. Mm. Yeah, dude, that, all that psych rock stuff. Um, there's a recent local guy um, in, uh, well, not local. He's over in the UK, but he's a smaller project. It's <laughs> 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 like the still relatively local. Think locally, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, we're we're all, all on same. one. What is a local? You're thinking locally on Instagram, aren't you? <laughs> You're talking about maybe locally on Earth. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, he's a guy by the name of uh, Brandon, and he has a project called the Lunar Fog Occult, and um, there's a song called Hanging On To Cloud Number 9, which is really cool. So if you like that cool, jangly, psych rock stuff, give it a, give him some love. It's nice. good stuff. Anything coming out of levitation sessions is top-notch, top-notch mm. stuff. I feel like we have to mention Spaceman 3 for yeah. song um, recommendations. I know. Like, I that's just essential. Uh, or was it intentional? Take Me to the Other Side is a great Spaceman 3 song. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to go with a classic. Um, I would I would have to say one of my recommendations, if you've never heard it, When You Die by MGMT. Classic. Uh, that was classic. like a classic for 2017 uh, in that era of our band. Well, our listeners have a lot of songs to check out. And I'm yeah, really they do. About that. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. thank you for having us. We are very uh, pleasured to be here. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, very <laughs> excited done a to see you. Uh, yeah, Friday uh, at the Sierra Apartments. Um, for our listeners, if you're interested in learning more about that event specifically, you could go and follow Glide Divine on Instagram. That's at G-L-I-D-E dot D-I-V-I-N-E for updates about new releases and events and for the show tomorrow you can check out the show poster on their Instagram or follow Skip the Millers on Instagram and you'll see the poster there uh, DM the band with any questions that you have about that or any of their upcoming shows and yeah keep an eye out for updates Remember, the new edition of Prism is out on May 4th. Keep an eye out on our social media for updates as the release date gets closer and closer. You definitely do not want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Page. If you're listening to us on iTunes, then make sure you subscribe to get updates when a new episode is released. And we always love to hear from you, so don't be shy. Leave us a review. Give us a follow on our socials at OSU Prism. That's at O-S-U-P-R-I-S-M. Or check out our website, which is linked in the description. Big thanks to KBVR-FM for your support in getting this podcast out on the radio. And thank you to Orange Media Network for making this podcast possible. We'll see you next time when we journey beyond the page. Beyond the page.